Welcome to the Smiles Matter podcast by Microdental Laboratories. I'm Laura Kelly, and it's my pleasure to host our new series, Comeback Strategies for Today's Dental Practice. And, and we hope to be able to take care of our patients back to normal soon, but right now it's just focusing on, on the emergencies. And then the third thing was to take the best care of our business so that we can have a viable business to come back to. Atlanta, home of the Hinman Dental Society and its highly regarded annual meeting, is also Georgia's cultural and economic center and the home of Dr. King's practice, Atlanta Center for Cosmetic Dentistry. Atlanta's economy is the 10th largest in the country and among the top 20th largest in the world. Corporate operations play a major role in Atlanta's economy as the city claims the nation's third largest concentration of fortune companies. But is such a progressive city exempt from the effects of an economic downturn or the challenges that we're facing today? I am pleased to introduce Dr. Deborah Gray King. Originally from Chicago, she graduated from the University of Tennessee at Memphis Dental School. She earned her AACD fellowship in 1999 and has completed postgraduate training in complex restorative dentistry from the Pankey Institute in Florida and the Las Vegas Institute for Advanced Dental Studies. She also trained and served as an instructor at UOP Pack Live program and the Hornbrook Group. Dr. King has been featured as an expert on dental trends extensively in the media, including CNN, The Wall Street Journal, Time Magazine, Fox News, In Style, Vogue, Glamour, and USA Today. She was also selected as a featured cosmetic dentist on ABC's show Extreme Makeover and CBS's show The Doctors. Adding to her impressive curriculum, Dr. King has been awarded Best Cosmetic Dentist by Best Self Atlanta for three consecutive years, and she is also a 2020 Dental Hall of Fame inductee. Hello, Dr. King, and welcome to today's podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Laura. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think it's really interesting for people who've been in dentistry for a while and then also new to dentistry to hear about how you became interested in dentistry. And can you share a little bit about what prompted your interest into dental? Well, it's kind of funny because I actually got into dentistry by default. In high school, I was trying to decide what I wanted to do with my life. And somewhere out of the air, I said I was either going to be an accountant or a dental hygienist. And so I took some accounting classes my senior year and I hated it. It just was not for me. And so by default, I was going into hygiene. And then after my freshman year in college, I worked in a dental office and um, because I wanted to see more about dental hygiene. And I got to actually work with the dentist and I saw what he did and I decided to follow that path instead of dental hygiene. So it's kind of funny. I didn't really know a lot about it until I had already decided to go into dentistry. That's great. Yeah, it's it's always interesting to hear how people and it's so funny. So many people, you know, they they're they're not sure, but they get exposed to it and then they fall in love with it. So it sounds like that's uh, similar to what you experienced too. Tell me a little bit about your practice, how long you've been in practice in that location and maybe what what you focus on. Well, my practice is the Atlanta Center for Cosmetic Dentistry, and it's in the Buckhead part of, of Atlanta. And I have actually been practicing in Atlanta since 1987. So I had a few associateships, and then I started my own practice just real close to where I am now. 
And then in 2002, I actually moved into my current building, which we built from scratch. It looks like a Southern mansion. It's yellow brick, with big white columns out front. So we moved in there in 2002. We have two other um, really good, um, talented dentists that work with me, Dr. Charlie Cooper and Dr. Brett Reeve. And I just have an incredible team of professionals. We have four hygienists and uh, two patient advocate treatment coordinators. And I have an incredible CEO. I just have a really awesome team. And we mostly focus on cosmetic dentistry, which is a, a real honor to be able to focus on the artistic side of our profession. Anyway, so that's a little bit about our practice. You know, practicing since 1987 and, and establishing a cosmetic practice too, which is not necessarily, you know, it's easy. It's not easy. It takes a lot of dedication, takes a lot of training, focus, and building the right team. Yeah, it really does. And, and I think I just, it was a natural progression for cosmetic dentistry for me because I really have always been artistic my entire life. So it was just a good fit for me. You know, our practice has always strived to be one of the best in the fields. And we were also a pioneer of spa dentistry. So we have several full-time massage therapists. So we just kind of have made a niche for ourselves in doing artistic dentistry, but in a very pleasant and pampering environment. And that's one of the things that kind of sets us apart. So gosh, with going through, you know, you went through 2008, you went through 9-11. I'm sure other struggles or challenges that you faced, you know, during your career. You know, what strategies did you apply before? And, and maybe what are you doing more specifically now, knowing the type of practice that you have in the environment that you're going to be coming out in? Like what can you share just sort of your outlook and, and what you're focusing on right now? Any adjustments, any strategies that you're planning on implementing? Yeah, I mean, the the biggest message I want to you know communicate is just everything's going to be okay. And I was walking around my neighborhood earlier, and a lot of my neighbors even have that sign up in their yards. And we're actually in the process of making our sign in front of the dental office saying that because I really feel that. I mean, this is going to be a challenging time. None of us have ever lived through this type of pandemic. I mean, we did live through Y2K and the other things that you mentioned, especially for cosmetic dentists, but even also for general dentists, a lot of times we can fall in that more elective category of, you know, if people have discretionary dollars, they're more apt to spend it on dentistry versus when we go through an economic downturn or a pandemic, that it's a little concerning of how we're going to recoup that. Because, you know, people may end up having to really hold on to their dollars because there's so much uncertainty. And one of the things that we've done all these years is really try to focus on what is in our control and not focus on what's out of our control. And I, I think just for the psychology of your well-being, it's a, just a very important thing to stay focused on. And I, I remember Steve Anderson during one of the prior challenges, challenging times in the dental field, I remember him telling us, stop watching TV, you know, because the news really does escalate the situation in a lot of a lot of situations and you know 
if you focus more on what you can do within your family and your community and your practice um, and minimize what you're seeing of the, the, the gloom and doom, I think that it really does help your psyche. You know, our, our practice has weathered all the previous storms, the, you know, 9-11. Of course, I, that was a long time ago. I was in a, a much smaller office with a lot fewer employees. You know, now I actually have, before this happened, I actually had 30 employees. So it was a, a lot different situation back then than where I am now. But one of the things that my leaders of the practice, we, we got together and we wanted to communicate to our team that our three main goals for this pandemic, we have three main ones. First of all, to take the best care of our team. And we realized that that might change from week to week. The second thing was to take the best care that we could of our patients. And with the stay-at-home orders and being told that we should only do emergency procedures, that has affected you know how we're how we are taking care of our patients because we are only doing emergencies now one of the things we did was we extended our phone coverage so that patients didn't feel isolated that they knew they could get in touch with us you know and and we hope to be able to take care of our patients back to normal soon but right now it's just focusing on on the emergencies and then the third thing was to take the best care of our business so that we can have a viable business to come back to. In the beginning of this pandemic, uh, at first we thought we were only going to be closed for a couple weeks. And I told my team that I was going to make sure that they got their regular hours during that first two weeks. And the first two days that we stopped seeing patients, we had the team in, we did projects in the office, but we weren't actually seeing patients. But again, as things were moving so rapidly, after two days, we made the decision to have them stay home and do projects from home, like working on their manuals, doing Facebook, FaceTime training on a new, a new employee, that kind of thing. But then after the first two weeks, how we were going to take care of our team and, out, and ultimately our business changed dramatically because then we had a little bit more understanding of some of the government programs that are out there. And, um, you know, so now we have furloughed our team. And so there are some really good programs out there with Georgia, they can get state unemployment. And then there's the federal $600 that's going to go out to everybody. And that is really the equivalent of a $50,000 a year job. So we felt to be able to take care of our business, that was the best choice now is to furlough our our team while we can't actually see patients. And then the other thing that we decided to do is we selected five of our leaders and we call them the quarantine, (laughs) (laughs) the quarantine. So we have our two treatment coordinators, they're manning all the phones and talking to patients and rescheduling appointments as we need to. Um, So they're handling that between the two of us. And we were with our technology now, like it's so different than back um, years ago, but we're able to, to have our office phones 
answered from the luxury of their own home with their headsets. They can be, you know, cleaning their house and then the phone rings and they're able to answer it as if they were in the office. So so we have two on the quarantine that are doing that. And then we have two that are more administrative and they're making sure our bills are getting paid. They're calling vendors and just asking, you know, is there a possibility to have a reduction in our costs? We've actually stopped our cleaning service because we, you know, we're not in the office. So we're just really attacking the overhead and, and seeing first, what can we eliminate? Secondly, what can we get a discount on? And then third, um, what can we postpone and and do we, you know, want to do that? So um, that's kind of the the big things that we've been doing just recently. We also are doing Zoom meetings. Like the very first two weeks, we had our entire team on Zoom meetings, both in the morning and in the evening, so that we could feel connected and and discuss like what everyone's accomplishing. But, you know, I think what we found is when you deal with crises and pandemics and just something so out of the ordinary, it really, it reveals character and I'm just so proud of of my team and how they've shown up. Like everyone has just had such a great attitude, a whatever it takes attitude. You know, like they're just really showing up in an incredible way. And one of them came up with our new hashtag is ACCD strong, you know, Atlanta Center for Cosmetic Dentistry strong. And, you know, so we're really just kind of focusing on that. I love it. I love it. You're touching on things that are so important about caring and being connected and and uh, focusing on the positive. And I, I was glad to, to see that uh, you know you quoted Steve Anderson too with the Crown Council. I know that you know back in the day with uh, Walter Haley's boot camp and Steve and Greg with Crown Council. They're just really great people that that keep you um, really focusing on, like you said, what you can control, right? And 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 coming out of this in a in a really strong position. Just, you know, like your patient engagement, you know, that's really important. It really is, Laura, because I really feel that the practices that have that human touch and that patient engagement, they're the practices that are going to weather this storm much better. And another thing that we are are implementing, um, Dr. Brian Harris has that virtual consult thing where it's he's like done all the, the work to get that set up and and. That was one of the projects that Dr. Cooper took on during this time when we are not seeing patients. So our team and, and doctors are actually doing virtual consults, and we've done 42 just since this pandemic started. So, you know, even though people are at home, luckily they still are thinking about dentistry and, and improving their smiles. And it's a way that we can remotely still have connections with patients. Because I really think when we come back after all this, we're going to be doing things differently. I mean, it's it's this this situation has really helped us stretch our imagination stretch our like, okay, how can, what's another way we can do this? And, um, you know, I think that there's really, we're going to look back on this time and it's really going to, there's going to be some incredible things that we have created and changed 
because of this, what I call a really a sabbatical. You know, I saw on Facebook, like, don't say you're stuck at home. You know, the paradigm is you're safe at home. And don't look at it like, oh my gosh, now it's going to turn into six or eight weeks. But I'm looking at it as a sabbatical. Like, I have worked my entire life. And, you know, if you want to look at this as a positive, look at it as a sabbatical. And, and ask yourself, like, what can you do during this quarantine to be the better version of yourself? What are things that you've always wanted to do and you haven't had time to do it? I, I planted a vegetable garden for the first time, you know, in my life. Um, my, my friends are calling me Martha Stewart, which is such tongue in cheek because I don't even know how to cook. But, you know, so... So it's like, and I'm taking online guitar lessons and, you know, it really, it's like, I know this is a a scary time, but it just gives me chills to see these American companies that are standing up and, and, um, you know, like, I'll do that. I'll make masks. I'll, you know, make ventilators. And it just gives you chills to see the American people coming together and, And I just really feel so confident that we are going to be okay and we are going to get through this and it's going to be different, but, but we're going to, we're going to make it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I get chills just, just hearing about that too. I know that the dental community is, is one of these communities, uh, particularly on the laboratory side, that's uh, able to uh, get involved and help, you know, do things we never thought we would be doing, but it, it feels good to be, to be involved and, and to collaborate, right, and, and to work together with other people. You know, I, I wanted to ask you, because what, what I'm really hearing from you is that you're being a realist with this. You know it's going to be difficult. You're not, you know, burying your head in the sand. You're not saying, oh, this isn't, this isn't going on, so I'm going to go plant, you know, you know, a fruit tree and, and play guitar. You're actually <laughs> looking at, <laughs> which I think is awesome, by the way, but you're doing, you know, key leaders of your team, they're focused and working on some specific strategies, initiatives that you were sort of thinking about anyway. You're just sort of accelerating that now, right? Because yeah, you, absolutely. You, uh, you know the world's going to be different. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Specifically, is there anything that you're seeing like that you're working on too? If it's, you know, I love the, you know, bringing up the virtual consults, anything on the digital side of things, anything on disinfection protocols, anything that you're thinking that you're digging into deeper that you would you would say to a new dentist or somebody out there, hey, this would be an area that, that we might want to take a look in as well. Yeah, you know, there, there's a lot of things that we're looking into. And, and don't get me wrong, like I am still working on the practice probably six hours a day between consult. And then I'm, I'm in several mastermind groups with dentists from all over the country. We had a conference call, I think on, it was either Saturday or Sunday. And you know, we're all discussing like, how do we take care of our team? And how do we manage these government programs? And, and what are we doing to um, come back stronger? So there, it's just that we're doing it from home. One of the doctors in my practice, Dr. Reeve, he is taken upon himself that he is going to be the COVID-19 expert. And you know, we're finding masks, we're looking into how are we going to show up differently. Sometimes it's hard with, you'd think in this day and age, we would be able to determine what's fake news and what's not. But, you know, there's just a lot of information out there, like with UV light, and does that actually kill the viruses? Um, We actually have been a little ahead of the game in that there's this air filter called molecule. And we've had these for years where 
it sporadically around the office and it removes pollen, bacteria, and even viruses. And so we, um, we've we had that for a long time and we're researching to make sure that actually covers the, the COVID virus. But, you know, I think that there's going to be a lot of changes in uh, you know, we had those splash guards years ago, and we kind of stopped using them in the operatories because now we have loops that kind of get in the way. And somebody sent me a picture, and I think it was really kind of a joke, but I sent it to my mastermind group. And, you know, Guy Lewis is on there and Dean Lauding, and they're like, we need to make that if it is if it is a joke. But what it really was, it was like a square box with, um, it almost looked like saran wrap and it was over the patient's mouth. And there, you know, it was like probably 12 by 12. So it was a big box. And then the dentist and the assistant could put their hands in it and work. But it just minimized all the aerosols. And I'll have to send you the picture, but it was, I think it kind of was a joke, but we were all looking at like, I could totally see that to just, you know, reduce the aerosols. So I think that this whole pandemic is going to get all the great minds of our country just working nonstop. And we're going to come up with so many things that are going to benefit our patients, our team, and ultimately, you know, take care of everyone's health even better. Oh, I agree. And, uh, you know, things like this, and you can sense it now, it does bring us closer yes. you know, as, as a community. I can't thank you enough. You've really shared some really great experience and a, and a real positive outlook on how you're approaching your practice and your community and, and your people, you know, your team. Thank you so much for sharing this. We look forward to speaking to you again and, you know, stay healthy and stay safe and stay connected. And thanks again, Dr. King. Appreciate your time. It was my pleasure. Thanks, Laura. You've been listening to the Smiles Matter podcast created by Microdental and Modern Dental Laboratories. For more information, you can go to our website, www.microdental.com slash smilesmatterpodcast. Or find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else podcasts are available. Thank you for listening, because we believe that smiles matter.